You are listening to Open Stance Audio, presented by Cliff Drysdale Tennis. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Open Stance Audio, the daily tennis podcast. In today's show, I want to get strictly into some of the results from Wimbledon the Bay and a couple of the bigger stories um, from an American perspective. And the big one to me that not a lot of people are talking about, and I can kind of give you some of his backstory because it's a really cool one, is Mackenzie McDonald or Mackie McDonald. Um, he just a few hours ago took out uh, Guido Pella. Uh, of Argentina who beat Marin Cilic and in straight sets Mackey beat him in straight 6-4, 6-4, 7-6 and is into the second week the fourth round of Wimbledon and that's a really big deal for somebody uh, like Mackey you know he's 23 years old and went to college for, for three years and you know was ranked outside the top 100 and now he'll be solidly inside the top 100 I think around you know low 70s, um, I believe, is where his ranking is going to sit after Wimbledon, if he doesn't even win another match. He actually could, he's going to play the winner of Dennis Novak or Milos Raonic, and that's a winnable match as well. So, um, you know, you see this guy, you know, Mackie McDonald, you think, where does he come from, right? He comes out of nowhere. And for a lot of people, it might seem that way. But I think this is a great example of why there is no one way to progress as a tennis player. You know, Mackie was a good junior, a really good junior, and actually I think qualified for Cincinnati before he even went to college. I think he was like 17 and he qualified for the Cincinnati Masters. Um, but then went to UCLA, um, did win, did end up winning the NCAA Singles and Doubles Championship, uh, I believe his sophomore year or his junior year. Um, and, you know, was the number one player in college. But not by a long shot, right? Like, there was a lot of other good players in college, too. He, you know, he certainly lost a few matches. And then turned pro. Took him a little while. You know, he, this year, he, you know, he kind of made his jump up late last year. And early this year, he made his jump up the rankings. And, um, you know, is now solid in the top 100 and probably won't be playing that many more challengers. Um, that's how quick it goes. But for most people, you know, most American fans, you probably haven't heard of him. Um, you know, he didn't, he wasn't. You know, didn't have the, maybe the same pedigree as a Francis Tiafo, somebody that you know we've kind of heard of for a long time as the future of the sport. And obviously, Francis has done a great job. He's also into the third round of Wimbledon, um, playing, uh, going to be playing tomorrow on Saturday against uh, Karen Hatchinoff. Um, great opportunity there to also make the fourth round of a Slam for the first time in his career. Um, and you know, these guys took different paths. Mackey went to college. Francis didn't. Francis went straight pro. Uh, you know, he had that ranking and that probably the game to do it right away. Mackey took him a little bit longer, um, but both are extremely successful, right? And it just, you know, I think there's so many other guys that you haven't even heard of um, from the U.S., you know, guys that are ranked, I would say right now, you know, lower than 100 all the way down to maybe even like 500 or 600. All of them have this ability. They've all played each other in the past. They've beaten each other. You know, guys ranked 500. Um, right now, you know, at one point in their career, were better than the guys, you know, ranked in the top 100. I, you know, there there are absolutely many stories like that. And tennis is a sport. The margin margins are just so small in the modern game to actually get there. Um, and the points increase at such an exponential rate at the higher level of tournament that you know it's only a matter of time. I really believe before we have some seriously great players um, from the U.S. and we already do. You know. 
this year. You know, we, we now have 11 U.S. players in top 100. And I think you're seeing some of these guys aren't, it's not just the same guys. You know, obviously John Isner's playing great still into the second week of Wimbledon. Query lost today, but again, very solid player. Um, you know, guys like Steve Johnson, Ryan Harrison um, that have kind of been there for a little while now. But then you've got Dennis Kudla making his way back up. Um, and, and, you know, Taylor Fritz, Jared Donaldson, so many guys that all have a game and are young that it's, it only takes one big tournament to really set these guys up for huge success in their career. And they're all doing the right things to, to have that moment. You know, Taylor Fritz had an opportunity today to actually beat um, Alexander Zvera. It was up two sets to one, but then they had to stop last night due to darkness. Um, and Zvera came back in one and five sets today. But right, that would have been a huge win. Um, all these guys have the ability, they have the talent, they have the work ethic to do it. Um, and there's so many that you've never even heard of that can also do it. And that's why I think American tennis is set up so strongly for the future. And I've said it for a long time, but you know, sometimes you say it when, when there's a bunch of guys under 18, you're like, okay, will they pan out? Well, you know, I think we have to understand it is in the modern tennis game, it takes longer than a couple years to pan out, right? You need to give these guys until they're 23, 24, 25 years old before you can, you can honestly say, are they going to have a good career or not? Because there's still guys that pop up at 26, 27 that can make their way through and, and have a solid five-year career. Um, and so, you know, I think American tennis is really well set up, set up in that sense on the men's side. I think we've been set up on the women's side for a long time. You know, you've got Sloan and Madison right near, now kind of carrying the, the young wave while... Venus and Serena have, have long you know, been at the top. So I, I wonder um, if there's a better way for us to, to market these athletes um, that we have. Because I, I really do think that you know, American tennis is, is really strong right now. And not enough of our casual fans know who these players are. Um, but right, when Mackie McDonald makes the fourth round of Wimbledon, you know, just watch. You know, watch him play his, his fourth round. He might play Milos Raonic, has an opportunity to win that match. And just watch him play and, and see see if you like that style of play because he plays a Mackie plays a game that is I think very easy on the eye. He isn't a very big guy at all, but um, strikes the ball ridiculously clean. Takes it early, likes to stand right on the baseline. Um, when he when he's playing well, uh, I tweeted this today. When he's playing well, he just I, the guy middles every ball and it's almost impossible to play him because he's just moving you from side to side. And he loves to go down the line. He loves to change direction. Um, and so you, he really dictates play, um, for, especially for a guy that's not that imposing of a figure. He really dictates play super well. Um, and then you got a guy like Francis, right, who's much different. Um, loves to run around. He likes to play some defense, transition from offense to defense, play some crazy shots. Um, you know, super fun personality. Um, to me, a super easy guy to get behind, Francis. And we've got guys, you know, that are that are that are even in a different category than that. You're right. We got Michael Mo that's you know kind of breaking into that that 130s range now. Um, Riley, Riley Opelka is like kind of a John Isner mold. Some guys that haven't had as good a year um, due to injury. Tommy Paul, Ernesto Escobedo. So many players that again have a lot of talent and just need an opportunity. And they're doing the right things. It's just going to take for them, you know, one or two big events. To really put it all together so uh, I thought it was a cool day for American tennis and really you know it just it reemphasized to me that we have you have to be patient you know when we have so many guys in the top 200 you know we are gonna get the results um, you know now we've got 11 guys in the top 100 so it's 
it's a great time, and I just hope that you, you watch these guys and support them because, um, you know, I, I think for so long we've, we've talked about how bad American tennis is in our country and how little success we've had, but it, it's coming, and um, I hope you can get behind these guys and, 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 their, and, and you know, what they're about. So I uh, appreciate you listening to, the, to this podcast. Enjoy the weekend at Wimbledon. Obviously, middle Sunday is off, tradition, um, but Saturday is going to be a great day, and then Manic Monday that lineup, I'm telling you, is going to be incredible. Some potentially fantastic, fantastic matches um, on the lineup. So looking forward to that very much. Wish I had the day off to watch all those matches, but I don't. Um, so I hope you can kind of set some time up and uh, try and watch watch some of those great, great matches. One of the, one of the coolest days in all of sports, Manic Monday. Um, you know, you get, you get all... All eight round of 16 matches in both men's and women's. No other major does that. So enjoy Wimbledon. Um, enjoy your weekend. And we'll see you next time on Open Stands Audio.